This is Around Your Kansas Home on AM 580, WIBW, and FM 104.9. Online, we're streaming on the TuneIn Radio app and at WIBWnewsnow.com. Podcast available at the AroundYourKansasHome.com website. Around Your Kansas Home, providing you information and tips to keep everything around your Kansas home looking great. Now, here's your host, Charlie Campbell. Good Saturday morning and welcome to this week's edition of Around Your Kansas Home. I am Charlie Campbell, hoping all of your home construction and renovation projects turn out successfully. How do we do that? We properly plan. I know I've been banished a few times for not having the focus on the planning stage. And I really don't know why that is. I feel like I talk about it all the time. So let's just ask. We're joined in studio by Annette Stahl with Stone & Story Real Estate, Daltmeyer Homes, and the president of the Charlie Campbell Doesn't Like Planning Fan Club. (laughs) I am the president. And I think you've come a long ways. You at least say the word now. We could go back 15 years I've been talking about planning phase and how important that is. You just think that I don't, but that's really okay. Annette, what's the latest in new construction? All the prices are up. The prices are up. Well, that's not the latest. Everybody's used to that. And it's not just construction. I heard the other day some restaurants are starting to raise their prices. Well, and they reported that the average American is spending $175 more a month with inflation. Is there an average American? (laughs) Well, I've never met them, but (laughs) because I'm pretty sure flocks of... Flocks of a feather flock together. No, birds of a feather flock together. That's it. Did you really say flocks of a feather? Is that what you said? I never get these right. I love to go back and repeat the things that you say because it makes you laugh when I say exactly what you said. Well, because in my head, I think my my thoughts run faster than my mouth can run, which I know that sounds crazy because I talk fast. It's just everything runs fast. So everything is going up. I heard someone told me the other day that at a a restaurant, they were a little upset that a three-gallon container of fryer oil used to be $18. Today, it's 46 Yeah, and people are asking, like, isn't this a bubble? Isn't it going to come down? Some things may come down. I don't think everything is. I think we are seeing inflation. So I think it's an adjustment of how we live and really considering that and what's your new norm. So um, we are super honest, which is super disappointing (laughs) to a lot of our (laughs) clients. Um, In new construction, you asked what's new. Um, I feel like there's not a lot new, really. I mean, it's all about how you want to live. It's all things. I've just been in the industry so long. Are some of the things becoming more popular? Black windows are kind of more popular, but they've been around. Um, You know, floors that are heated are getting more asked for, but they've been around. Concrete floors have been around. You know, I feel like everything's been around. It's just what's popular to you. I think for me, what's exciting is people are starting to embrace what works for me instead of trying to imitate what they see on TV or in magazines. Ah, So for me, that's exciting for them to consider how they're living. I also am getting much more requests on offices and how offices work. And I'm very surprised how many husbands and wives work at home together in the same room. 
every day. I know. I'm, I just am like, I, I was just designing for one couple and I was like, really? So it's like her desk, a window, his desk. Like that's how close they are. There's four feet on each side of the window. I'm like all day. Wow. I know. So some things I'm just like, wow. Um, that would but, almost sound like a call center if you're on a call. <laughs> so they're both on calls at once. I mean, that's, yeah. So they coordinate when they're on call. So I thought that was interesting. Um, kids' rooms, people are looking at, instead of having, you know, a nightstands on each side, a desk on one side, and then a nightstand on the other. Because uh-huh. you don't want the bed to show because no kid makes his bed. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's kind of cute. So I don't know that there's, like, some great new inventions. Well, you know, this might like be – parents for a long time have tried to figure out, how do I get my child to keep the room cleaner? Well, maybe it's the position of the webcam – for the desk. <laughs> no, most people are just positioning the webcam so it doesn't. I know the that's the whole point. But if you mount it to where there's not an option, maybe either just turn the video off. As parents, we've been like, turn that video on. Yeah, they're back that's in school. True. It's just that's true. I think we're all considering what ifs. You know, we now think of all the different ways we could live. So more flexibility, more, and a lot of people are still working at home. Right. So that has been a shift. Um, so with working at home, what are some common things that you get asked about or that you integrate into a home office that one might not have thought about until the project's over? Um, soundboard. Soundboard. Yeah, okay. making sure that you have sound insulation because when the kids get off the bus, you don't necessarily <laughs> want your call to hear whatever's going on <laughs> or you don't hit mute quite fast enough. Um, if you're in an office, you're using a, maybe you're using a bedroom as an office now. I've told people you can buy soundboard online, like the big pieces of soundboard. Go get fun material. You can get fun material online. You can go to Hobby Lobby. You can go to Joann's and you can just staple it right over there and make your own piece of art. You mm. can even, I don't like the texture of soundboard personally, but you can cover it in a fabric that maybe you have around and then fabric paint it or right. whatever. But right. um, that does help. So we don't realize everybody loves hardwood floors throughout their house or, you know, having no carpet. We don't realize how much that echoes sound and there's nowhere to absorb sound. Absolutely. So um, sometimes we have to think about how do we add that sound absorption on our walls. I'm sitting here kind of getting a complex as we have this discussion because quite honestly, I like this new studio that we have. But as you sit here saying, I don't like soundboard. Well, it's And like I look this. around the room. <laughs> this is like waffles. We have waffles <laughs> in squares. I feel like I'm the inside of a waffle. Like right now I'm just butter. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It's all gray. Okay. But it does a really good job of the sound. It does. There's no doubt. Right. And we're not echoing. So think about if we're echoing because everything in this room was a hard surface, a hard desk, a hardwood floors, hard walls with hard paintings, Mm -hmm. you know, not paintings, but pictures. And with the popularity of LVP and LVT flooring, that is an incredible floor system. However... It has its idiosyncrasies in what it does to the sound. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's just some of the things to consider. And there's solutions. It's just thinking it through. Most houses have hollow corridors. Um, so that's another place that a lot of sound transfers. So mm-hmm. if you want solid corridors, that's an upgrade you can always do. Um, lighting. Lighting, lighting, lighting. Oh, yes. People's eyes and how that feels um, is the other thing I get a lot of questions about. 
LED lights are amazing. Um, they're inexpensive, so you can always add them to an existing space. Um, I always say, you know, do more lights and add a switch versus um, less lights. Right. Uh Thinking about the color lights you want to use is the other thing because now when you go to buy light bulbs, you remember when I were a kid and your mom was like, oh. you, all you had to do is like 40 or 60 watt. Uh-huh. I mean, yeah. you didn't have not like, a whole lot of you didn't have five colors. And exactly. Like, you're like, what in the world am I gonna do? And showing my age, it was 100 watts back then. Oh my gosh, yeah. these are such a fire hydrant. I don't even fire hydrant. Did you really <laughs> just say that's, that's such a fire hydrant? You hate the fact. That I pick up on these things, but it just, wow, 100 watt light bulb, that's such a fire hydrant. I'm going to have to make a, a, a DVD. I'm like, I'm like uh, on coffee and water. Just if you would like an Annette Bloopers DVD, send your email to charlie at aroundyourkansashome.com. You will hear things like fire hydrant when we talk about a light bulb. Uh, yeah, so there's no correlation to listen to it later, but you know, it is all fun and games. Yeah. So as we talk about soundboard for an office, that's a great transition to our new construction topic as we go through the entire building process. Today, we're going to talk about mechanicals and the fact that you have runs coming off of the trunk that can pick up sound as well. You talked a little bit about <laughs> they that. They don't even know. runs coming off a trunk. You're talking about me, like you didn't even say HVAC. I mean, these people. I said are mechanical. Like, okay, mechanical has a wide range. <laughs> They're driving down the road. <laughs> They're like, but I didn't <laughs> call a trunk a fire hydrant. <laughs> well, I mean, you're not as special as me, but we'll let you get by with it this time. <laughs> so yes, the major part of mechanical. As far as the largest piece that takes up <laughs> takes up things is the takes heating. up things. <laughs> well, yeah. See, there's another one. So we're talking about we have a furnace in the basement, and it has to have ductwork that comes from and goes to it. So we have a supply system and a return system. Is the metal 26 gauge or 30 gauge? As you sit here looking at me with this wide open look. Okay, well, maybe we don't have to get that technical. But when you come off of those trunks, those main runs that go where, Annette, you talked about this in our live, in the middle of the house, yeah, it should really near be, the beam. I put it near a beam. Um, that's some of Annette's thoughtfulness in planning. <laughs> I just want to come back to planning. Uh, and I make sure that they have, so I used to make sure they had four feet, but those boys, they just keep making it, <laughs> taking up more and more space. So I try to make sure they have five feet now, just so there's enough room for the HVAC plumbing and electrical. And are you sure that isn't because we're running more and more runs to more and more places and we need more and more airflow? Yeah, some of that yeah. is. Yeah. And the houses are bigger and bigger. Absolutely. So our trunk lines that come off of the main duct can carry sound. Right. It's metal and sound is carried and it's through hollow. vibration. Right. So, yeah. I guess we could crawl down inside there and put this soundboard up, but that would probably be an issue. And I think it would obstruct the airflow. <laughs> yeah. Let's not let facts stand in the way of a really good story. Yeah. There's also the straps. I think it's the straps are the worst of carrying sound because mm. you have all the straps holding it up. Right. So 
then when you after the HVAC, usually plumbing goes in. Right. So that's all your PVC pipes mm-hmm. and all that good stuff. And then the electrical has to kind of wind and wire around yes. everything else yes. to its runs because it's the smallest. And it's the difficult thing to, to, to get all three trades in at once, mechanical, electrical, and plumbing. You get all three in working simultaneously. Um, the benefit to the electrical is it doesn't grade like plumbing. The downfall, you, you kind of have to let the HVAC guy go first. Yeah, he always starts. So nobody goes in until HVAC starts for us. So he gets everything started in the big chunk in. And right. then, again, technical term chunk. And then um, plumbing comes and does their big ones. And then um, as plumbing's finishing up and HVAC's finishing up, then electrical comes in. Right. Yeah, that was uh, kind of interesting on the live. You wouldn't cross those two wires. I tried to get you to do that. But. I tried to get you to look at like Christmas story. You wouldn't even create a Christmas story. <sighs> if I knew what you meant by that, I'm not a movie guy, so I don't even not know even what that. At Christmas, the kids convince a kid to lick a frozen pole. No, I got nothing. <laughs> I've seen It's a Wonderful Life. Oh dear. That's one of the five movies that I have seen total. Okay, I always forget. I fall asleep. I, I just, I, I do. Well, you're kind of falling asleep in this conversation. I'm getting worried. <laughs> <laughs> I have to throw another one of my great words I am out. not falling asleep. I am remaining silent, <laughs> waiting for the next fire hydrant comment to come after 100-watt light bulb. So, you well, know, we, I'm just keeping track of these things. We the light bulbs, but the color of light bulbs does affect how your eyes see. And um, so, if you have headaches or you're struggling with any of that, trying the different colors can be one of the things to think about. Right. Especially as we age. So, as we age, we actually can see better with yellowish light was like a whole report. I was like, I thought that was interesting. I wasn't aware of that. Yeah, I thought it was interesting. So, I have noticed as I build for people, as we age, they tend to like tones more yellow and younger people tend not to. They tend to go more blue. So it's just interesting because men and women see different. And then as we age, our eyes, of course. I'm trying to figure out what that says because I know that yellow is one of your favorite pink colors. I'm trying to figure out if there's any correlation here, but we will just leave that where it is. So we were discussing the mechanicals. So let's talk a little bit about HVAC. Um, It's important that we have the proper amount of air changes, probably more so now that our houses are tighter than ever. Yeah, and one of the annoying parts is that they put a vent by every window and close to every door. Mm -hmm. And you're like, well, why is it annoying, Annette? Because (laughs) Annette loves curtains. And so I love (laughs) long curtain panels. And guess what happens? They're like, whoosh, blowing up because of the vents. So um, that's one of the things people ask me. So a lot of times I'll ask the guys to put it right inside because when I hang window coverings, I make sure that they start at the inside of the window and go out so my windows look bigger. So oh. if they put the vents under the window, then it's not hitting my pretties hanging down. That does make sense. And I and sound like the witch of Wizard of Oz. My pretties. Again, <laughs> Again I've got nothing. That is a book and it, we're in Kansas. It's around your Kansas home. I feel like we are doing a Wizard of Oz movie night. <laughs> <laughs> this is just wrong. Around your Kansas home and he has no idea what Wizard of Oz is. If you would like to file a complaint that Charlie has not seen enough movies, charlie at aroundyourkansashome.com. I'll be more than happy to track how many people think 
that I should watch. Okay, but if you're in Kansas, come on, people. He should have (sighs) at least seen our major movie or read the book. I've spent too much time looking at framing and plumbing and roofing and siding. But you drive to all these places. I'll get you an audiobook. Like, for goodness sake. How am I going to watch a movie on an audiobook? You can just at least listen to the story. It's a Wizard of Oz. We live in Kansas. (laughs) I'm so confused by this. Okay, maybe it's time to take two. Back in seconds, right here on Around Your Kansas Home. Stay tuned. More Around Your Kansas Home is just ahead. Introducing the new M18 job site radio from Milwaukee. This high-performance audio system features dual 3-inch speakers that deliver loud, clear sound with deep, accurate bass. A customizable EQ allows you to adjust settings to your preferred levels. The M18 Jobsite Radio features a stackable design delivering maximum versatility. Metal speaker grills protect from drops, water, and debris. Integrated handles provide an easy way to transport and store the M18 Jobsite Radio. Featuring a digital AM-FM processor, the M18 Jobsite Radio provides the highest reception accuracy and signal quality. Delivering loud, clear sound in a durable, compact package, the M18 Jobsite Radio from Milwaukee. Now, back to Around Your Kansas Home with Charlie Campbell. We are back on this week's edition of Around Your Kansas Home. And yes, we're in Kansas. And no, I have not seen The Wizard of Oz. So we're jumping right back in where we left off before commercial. We're joined here in studio by Annette Stahl with Stone & Story Real Estate Group, Daltmeyer Homes, where you don't just build homes, you build neighborhoods. neighborhoods. Let's talk Luckily, about the they're benefits. they're not yellow brick roads because you wouldn't even know that reference. And I don't. But <laughs> let's talk about... What you mean by building a neighborhood? Because I notice when I go into Adult Meyer neighborhood, the neighbors know each other. <laughs> yes. It, it's it's pretty interesting. Yeah. So it's, uh, it is fun. Actually, uh, one cul-de-sac moved from their old, na- the, an older neighborhood they'd built. So that was kind of fun. Because you move in at the same time, you right. all get to know each other. Sure. So the fun thing about new construction neighborhoods is you don't have any leaves in your gutters because there's no big enough trees <laughs> to do it. <laughs> and instead of breaking leaves, you can be walking and meeting your neighbors. <laughs> I've got to make another note. When it comes to the lack of leaves in gutters, <laughs> yeah, it's <new> because <laughs> we have no, quote, big enough, end quote, trees. Right, because the trees have to hang over the gutters in order for the leaves to fall on them. So when you've just moved in, you only plant a tree that's like five foot tall. So. But I've never, I mean, I listen to Garden Answers, which is on before us mm-hmm. every Saturday morning. Cameron has never talked about big enough trees. Yeah. I'm going to have to ask Cameron technically what that means. Okay. Big enough tree. Good. Uh, I, yeah. I mean, I have a lot of technical terms that flump you up, but it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> I will have to give you a glossary of all my references to movies, books, and words. Okay, that will help. And then I can do a, a quick uh, find and select and and, oh, and pull them out really, really quick when you... Uh... Yeah, I'll do it on Excel. That way you can do a search. Yes, yes. Perfect. We've got this figured out it, now. We can finally communicate. It is resolved. Dun, da, da, yeah. So we do build neighborhoods. And so what's exciting about that, like right now on Timber Ridge, we sold one, two, three, four, five, six houses. And then I'm doing two specs right there. So everything looks 
adorable. Like I have a yellow house and then I have an urban bronze and then I have a charcoal house and then this green and then a white and then this really awesome mid-century. So I make sure they all look different. I make sure all the the house colors coordinate. It's like dressing a little neighborhood. It's so fun. And then all the neighbors get to know each other because as you're building, you're going to look at the process. And you're like, hey, I'm living next door. So it's sometimes when you li- move into an existing neighborhood, neighbors have already made their friends and you're kind of the newbie. But here, everybody's a newbie. So everybody's ready to make friends and get to know each other. That absolutely makes sense. What are some other things that come up when you are talking to a, a, a homeowner they're building their first or their second home and you're in that part of the construction phase when mechanicals occur and it looks like kind of a disaster because there's all kinds of things going on at once talk a little bit about that stress how to relieve it why it happens so we spend a lot of time in the planning stage and then our clients don't see us for a little bit because we're putting concrete in and the framers are starting and at that point that's where you let go and you trust Right. your builder partners to do their part. Once it's framed, we see you again. Usually once the framers start framing, we call you in and we start t- re-talking about it because it's been a couple months. And we talk through, where do you think you want light switches? Where do you think you want lights? You go and meet with Long Lighting, Kelly at Long Lighting, and you figure out your lighting plan. We talk about, is there any concerns you have? Here's where vents are most likely going to go. We talk about um, plumbing-wise, it's already been it's already in there so we shouldn't have any questions on that and then we set up a meeting to meet the builders at your new home now that it's framed right and typically when we get there hvac has already put the trunk line in so the big stuff is in Mm -hmm. because if there's any struggles we got to go through that so some of the struggles that can happen is if i miss and a floor joist went where a toilet's going to be or if something like that so we may have to work through some challenges if that happens there's always solutions there's just just usually hey would you like to do this or this then we walk through with the electrician and we determine where switches go and where plugs go I think the funniest part is that everybody's like worried they're going to have enough plug-ins. And so when the electrician goes in, they put a little check mark where like where um, outlets are going to go. And with new codes, there are so many outlets. People are like, <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> oh, there's already an outlet. Oh, everyone has an outlet. Yeah. So if you've lived in right. an old home and you come to this, you're usually surprised. So we walk through, talk about switches, talk about if we need any extra outlets, any TVs up higher, anything like that. We do the electrical walkthrough. Um, the builders talk through like concrete, like where's your patio going to go? Because it's hard to know. Like we've drawn it on the plans, but until you're standing in a house and seeing kind of where your backyard is, we did a live a few weeks ago and Brianda's backyard is like, oh, look, we've got five feet and it's trees. Right. So um, that was different than what we thought it was going to lay out like because um, she's on a cul-de-sac and we had to just fit on that lot. So a lot of times we're like, oh, maybe we want to change those deck stairs. Maybe the patio needs to be here. So we talk through that. Um, we then go back to the office and get that all approved. And we meet with the client again a week later. By a week later, all the boxes are up mm-hmm. and everything we've talked about is now it's a disaster. It looks like your house after Christmas with wrapping paper everywhere except for its <laughs> wires and plumbing yes. and um, HVAC. And so we walk back through and make sure we answer any questions, everything's where it needs to be, and then we get everything on final on order. So for us, that is a stressful time, but we kind of re-hold your hand, regroup, come back together to figure it all out. 
And, you know, that really we go back again to lighting. The fact that LEDs are popular, huge benefit to LED is the lack of total power requirements that LED have versus conventional lighting. Codes, we're putting a lot of outlets in. So we're, we're, we're putting more load on the breaker panel than we were before. However, our total demand is more balanced because while we added outlets, we took away a large draw when it comes to lighting the room. Yeah, I'm, when it comes to electrical, I get frustrated a little bit because I feel like you either have, um, you know, you have two electrical companies and you don't get to choose. It's whoever is providing service to that area. Right. Then they've now decided that they had trouble getting boxes with COVID for the house. Mm-hmm. So they decided the electricians had to provide the boxes. It's like if there's a problem, right? they just like pass it down. Mm-hmm. And it feels, I know it's not considered an official monopoly, but if you only have that as one choice, it right. feels a little bizarre. So it's been frustrating because um, just like in plumbing, electricals went up too because so much has gotten passed down from the utility companies to the electricians making them provide and yes. find this product that is short in supply mm-hmm. so. and so for the electricians that have a lot of this squirreled away again we go back to planning knowing what's coming up getting inventory brought in ahead of time. yeah they didn't even know they were going to have to provide them though because right because before right. they wouldn't allow them to provide them exactly and so now you're not allowed now we're requiring you to pretty simple way to pass the buck isn't it right like yeah. we can't get them so now we're gonna not i mean so those kinds of things happen and so i know people get frustrated with delays and frustrated with costs and some right. of it there's you know sorry whoever's the biggest guy on the block gets to make the rule <laughs> yes exactly and and i totally understand where you're coming from. Do you get many questions about backup power when you're looking at new construction? Um, We do when we're in the county. So when we're in the county, sometimes people um, like to have it ready for a generator, Mm -hmm. Um, usually a gas power generator, usually a small one that you'd buy from Home Depot or somewhere like that. If you're going to do a really large one, they're pretty expensive and costly. So most people... Did you get that? Uh, It's another one. They're pretty expensive and costly. Yeah. I mean, in case people didn't think expensive was costly or costly was expensive. I'm just allowing. (laughs) I'm just going to leave that one alone. Moving right along. So when you do that, you have to choose. There's usually a sub panel and you have to choose what items would you have run on the generator. Right. So your whole house isn't going to run on that generator. If you did a whole house generator, that's what's expensive. Yes. And so the cost effective option is to get a gas powered one. I feel like you're getting a headache here because you're being very careful with your words all of a sudden. Oh, I'm just getting to be Miss <laughs> Professional in that. <laughs> You've totally gotten rid of fun in that. <laughs> if you want to play this game, Charlie, let's go. I'm going to start making movie references and we're over, dude. Uh, well, as soon as I have that spreadsheet and I can use the find function, we're good to go. So you just throw them at me. But until such time, you you did promise it. I have it. It will be on tape available to me when this program is over. <laughs> that will be on our podcast. So I need you to go to aroundyourkansashome.com, click on Listen Now, and re-listen over and over to the promise that I will have that spreadsheet by the end of when did when did you promise that? Oh, I didn't give you a deadline. How can you give me a deadline on something you're going to do? You're in a net world. It'll all appear when it's meant to appear. (laughs) (laughs) 
So what are some other things that come up when it comes to, I didn't think about this when it comes to other mechanical layouts, whether it, the HVAC, you really don't notice at this stage. Primarily, the room needs to stay warm when it's cold outside and cool when it's warm outside. So you probably get fewer questions about it. Plumbing is really the big one. Plumbing. Because um, if you have an island in the middle of your kitchen, Mm -hmm. they're going to have... I have no idea the technical terms. I'm a designer. I make things look pretty. So he's going to make fun of me any minute. So I'm no, just no, no. I'm, I'm so not. So there's the little loop that happens and it comes down. And well, that's actually the proper term. It's called a loop vent. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it comes down and it makes you have a ceiling drop down right under your island. So typically if you have an island a sink in your island, it's in the middle of the kitchen, which means that it's in the middle of a room in the basement. Right. And so that is a frustration for many. So I try to make sure we talk about it in the planning stage. Um, sometimes I forget. And so that can cause a challenge. Well, and that can sound like that it's no fun. You do have another option. If you don't want that loop vent, you just put a bucket below the sink let it catch your water, and then go dump the bucket someplace. That's true. But that's a major inconvenience. Right. So, it, and it, yes, it's be, and when this comes up is because wherever you have drop downs for the plumbing or HVAC, when we go to do the electrical and we talk about where do we want to put lights in the basement, right. you have these places that are coming down, going back up, so you're mm-hmm. trying to consider the shadows. Um, so it can get a little bit tricky of trying to figure it all out. Yes, absolutely. So let's talk a little bit about drop downs. I get questions often, Charlie, at Around Your Kansas Home, where we're doing a renovation Maybe someone is finishing a basement, didn't have the the funds at the time of construction to do it, so it's a, we'll finish it later. And the question comes up, I'm really thinking of doing a drop ceiling instead of sheetrock because I want, I, I'm going to need to get to the pipes. Mm-hmm. And the difficult part for me with that is that drop ceiling per square foot is much more money than sheetrock per square foot. And... If you have to get to the pipes in the basement, don't you need to get to the pipes in the walls? No. Most of the time, there's really no reason to do a drop ceiling. There's no huge benefit to that. If you have, here comes the drum roll, this is going to knock you out. If you have planned it properly, there should be no reason to get in there and remove those ceiling tiles. Do you get questions about a basement ceiling being tile? Um, I don't get a lot about tile. I get a lot about, can we just paint it? So if you oh, yes. like industrial rooms, right. you totally can do that and understand your the sound. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we talked about sound before. Yes. So if you have a hard yes. floor upstairs, you really have nothing insulating sound at all. Right. Um, and then I get a lot of the um, metal beams we use they Mm -hmm. kind of have that rusty look and people sometimes really like that Mm -hmm. sometimes they don't like can i brush it there's a lot of things you can do you just don't want to hurt in any way your trunk line of your hvac right you don't want to dent that or obstruct that airflow right so you can be as creative as you want to be you might think about what's up above it if the kitchen's up above it maybe you say you know what? i want to leave this area all open because it's my living room um, upstairs and downstairs so it has the same sound but where the kitchen is I'm going to go ahead and drywall that area or you know you don't have to do the same thing everywhere sure absolutely and you can always use soundboard for um, sound prevention too so. when you're planning a basement renovation planning a space for a mechanical room you try 
when you're putting your plans together initially, you put all of your mechanicals together, water heater, furnace, and you leave a little space for growth. Yeah, a minimum I try to leave is five foot by three foot. I typically love to leave a lot of areas, so six by six, just because I like to be, I just think about someday, 20 years from now, they're going to have to replace all this. Mm -hmm. And those guys trying to get in and out would really like to have more space. And what's happening right now, the government was involved and, you know, the government is so great at planning things out and they've, they've made new decisions about efficiencies on things like water heaters. And today water heaters are taller than they used to be. And they are wider than they used to be. Where we're struggling is construction 25 years ago put walls at the very tightest point so that water heater just fit beside the furnace and it's a mechanical room. And that's it. There's rarely enough room to put a modern day water heater without literally cutting walls out and moving walls. I do get a lot of questions about tankless hot water heaters. Mm -hmm. Um, And... my concern with those always is that you have to maintain them every year. And that is correct. And don't realize that. And right. it's hard to find people to do the annual maintenance on them. Mm-hmm. But, and if you travel a lot or you're gone a lot, it is nice because you don't have that set it, you know, all the sedentary stuff settling right. in a big right. tank. Well, the benefit to tankless, in my opinion, where, where the whole thing spiraled, it goes back to marketing. Paul Harvey, I think, was one of the first ones to promote tankless water heaters and every promotion in the early days on tankless was about money savings you're going to save so much money by having a tankless heater and i really think that's the wrong focus what we really need to think about is a a phrase i learned from someone with stone and story daltmeyer homes i think it was how you want to live i think is what i heard and sometimes when we look at how we want to live, and I'm assuming you do this also when you're designing the entire home, it isn't just always about how you want to live, but sometimes it could be about how you don't want to live. And the story that I hear is there's five of us trying to get ready for church on a Sunday morning at the same time, and we have it timed out to where the first shower's at 7.15, the second one can't happen until 8.40, you have from 9 to 9.06, and there's only certain times that we can do showers if you start thinking about back-to-back-to-back-to-back showers. The benefit of the tankless heater is one after the next after the next is not a problem because we're flash heating water in a small heat exchanger. We're not relying on an amount of stored hot water to serve six people on a Sunday morning, but then only serve two maybe during the week at a time. So there are huge benefits when you start talking about how you want to live, how you want to be able to be ready to go do events and how you want to live. That's where the benefits of the tankless water heater come. If we're honest about it, we could go from 37th and Wanamaker to 6th and Topeka Boulevard a multitude of ways. We don't have to drive a car. It would save us a lot of money if we walked. But who's going to do that? We're going to spend a little more money, have a vehicle, and take us there. Okay? Same exact thing is true when it comes to tankless water heating. If you want to live where hot water is not a problem, I'm not getting a cold shower. We've all experienced that. And as the weather gets colder, that 104, 105 degree shower now needs to be 
109 to 10 in the beginning to warm up the shower and the bathroom. I mean, a lot of folks use the steam from the shower to warm the bathroom up. That goes back as a direct correlation to what you're seeing. People say, I want a heated floor. Sometimes we need to heat that ceramic tile even in the summer when the air conditioner's on because the ceramic tile versus your foot's temperature coming out of the shower is a significant temperature differential. A lot of this, everything that we do in renovation, construction, it all revolves around planning and how you want to live. Yes, it does. Planning and how you want to live and being clear about it. Hello. And you say that I don't like the planning phase. (laughs) So we're going to talk about this and a lot more when we come back. Stay with us right here on Around Your Kansas Home. You're in tune with Around Your Kansas Home. Stay tuned. More Around Your Kansas Home is just ahead. Why is Made in Kansas important? Blue Dot was founded in Kansas in 1958, selling Kansas-made products. Made in Kansas means keeping our dollars here, keeping Kansans working. Blue Dot is committed to keeping the Kansas economy vibrant. Luxair products are Kansas strong and Kansas proud, just like Blue Dot. Blue Dot and Luxair, two names you have trusted since 1958. Thank you. Now, back to Around Your Kansas Home with Charlie Campbell. We are back on this week's edition of Around Your Kansas Home. And your Kansas home is about to experience cooler temperatures. Over the last several weeks, we've gone from the bake oven of summer to some pretty chilly mornings. And as we do that, the mechanical systems in your home all of a sudden become paramount. And that's basically today's topic here on Around Your Kansas Home as we're joined by Annette Stahl, Stone & Story Real Estate Group, Daltmeyer Homes, taking you through the entire building process. Annette, let's recap some of the shows. We started with planning, then we did a show on planning, then we did a show on digging, concrete, we talked about forms, we talked about framing, we talked about mechanical most recently, What's the rest of our lineup through March? Um, then we have insulation. We have insulation, then drywall, then trim, and then our celebration. The celebration. I cannot wait to see the final product as we are able to look back on some of the videos that we did talking about the different phases of construction. They're pretty cool. The party's going to be fun. It's going to be exciting to see the houses done and see people living there. Absolutely. I'm looking forward to that. And I am really hoping that my spreadsheet is done by then because I have a feeling you're going to throw out movie quotes at that party. I don't know why, but at least I'll be able to keep up if I can have that on my phone and do a quick search. I think there's a whole app. So um, I'm going to work on all of this. Will I think you? there's already an app because, yeah, <laughs> and this I'll is going to be so fun. I would bet if you assigned that to Kelly, it'd be done next week. If I assign it to anybody on my team, it'll got to be done next week. <laughs> <laughs> now, if it's assigned to me, you get some creative and it gets done whenever. Yeah, and it does take a few left and right turns. Okay, so speaking of left and right turns, we're in the mechanical phase. We've talked about plumbing. We've talked about electrical. We've talked about HVAC. Some things we haven't talked about are more current questions. And so to finish out today's program, 
What's happening in the real estate market now? Is it any different than it was? Or are you seeing the transition you talked about 60 days ago continue to evolve where you're starting to get a little more market? You're starting to have a few more available homes. Yeah, we are getting a few more available homes. Um, they are staying on the market days instead of hours. Uh, as we get closer to the holidays, it'll slow up a little bit more. It's a good time still to sell because the people that are looking have to buy. So you're not getting the tire kickers, as we call them. Right. So it's still always a good time to make a move if that's right for you and how you want to live. It's always a question of how you want to live. And we talked about uh, what we talk about a lot with our clients is tell us about your lifestyle. Right. What does your lifestyle look like? We right. also, I love Brene Brown asked the question, tell me about a joyful moment in an ordinary day. Hmm. Because when you think about it, so a joyful moment in an or- ordinary day for Annette means I got to walk Doug in nature. I'm cooking with my son, Luke. I'm having coffee on my deck. I'm like totally chill reading or writing. Now, if you ask me my lifestyle, right. I'll be like, I'm traveling, I'm learning new things, I'm on this adventure and that. So all of a sudden you realize that we have a life we love at home and then we have a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And taking those together is really important. Right. Um, this week I was designing for, I have a lot of people I'm designing for that have either children that have diseases or they have special needs for their family mm-hmm. and how they live. And the question I always ask is, what are your top priorities? Right. So not only what's an ordinary, a joyful moment, an ordinary day, what's your lifestyle? What are your top values and priorities? Right. And when it comes down to whether you're looking at another job, you're looking at a move, what do you value most? We have 20 values, mm-hmm. right? We have a million. Sure. When you think of, for me, it's always being free. It's truth. It's play. I know it's yeah, of course it's like, <laughs> um, it's growth. So those type of things are important to me. And those help me then know what are my priorities. Right. Because if freedom's really important to me, I'm not going to want a house with a lot of maintenance. Mm-hmm. I love old houses on Potwin, but that's probably not the best idea for me. Sure. If I like to be free because you have a lot of maintenance. A lot of that. maintenance. Yes. Um, so I think really digging in and thinking about how do you want to live and then what's right for you. So there's never a bad time to buy or sell or invest in real estate. Some of my couples are using this as a time to sell their homes and do live in a rental. They're like, Mm -hmm. you know, I want to get into rentals. I'm going to live in this one until the market goes down. You know, there's all kinds of ways to be creative. Right. Um, We do. We are seeing inflation. So I don't think that that's going to change when people are like, well, construction remodel is in a bubble. I had someone go, I'm not going to, I'm not going to build because it's too expensive. I'm going to buy a house and remodel. So then they checked wow. with three local remodelers, yes. haven't get, got bids and they called me back. They're like, it's more expensive to buy a house and remodel than to build new. I'm right. like, well, because the supplies are still going to be high. So it's really, and it's totally fine to ask those questions and investigate. Sure. Like be curious. Mm-hmm. How many questions can you ask? That's what I always tell my kids. Like, okay, come up with 10 questions. Right. They don't even have to be the best questions. It's just like one question generates another. And all of a sudden you're getting, you're learning. You're being a learner instead of a knower. If Mm -hmm. you're a knower, 
what are you going to learn? <laughs> <laughs> so I think that curiosity is really important. Right. And there's tons of professionals and people to help you. Stone and Story Real Estate Group, we're a whole team. So we do it all. We love to help you. But if, whoever you feel comfortable with is where you start. A lot of times I send people to the bank because they don't even realize. I had another person that I was like, they weren't really happy with their house. They wanted to change a million things. But they're like, well, I mean, I've only been here five years. And I was like, yeah, that's plenty. You love mm-hmm. equity at five years. Sure. And I said, go find out. Here's your CMA. Here's your competitive market analysis of what you'll get for your house right now. Right. Let's look at where you want to be. Let's go to the bank and figure out all of this. You know, like talk to your financial planner, talk to your banker, get all the information and they make whatever decisions right for you. Once they got all the information, they were shocked. They were shocked what their house was worth. Right. They were shocked where they wanted to move to was going to be less. They didn't had no idea their credit was as good as it was. And so yes. they had a lot of good news. And they were like, oh, I could make a move. So And to point out a step to that 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 might have gone by kind of quickly, you mentioned talk to your financial planner, get your CMA on your current home. Once you have all the information, I think you said then make a decision. Once you have all the information, the decision comes much easier. Right. And I always I always like the other thing I like is I I like to know if you're a crock pot decision maker or a microwave decision maker. Right. <laughs> because some people need all the information, they need to put it in their crock pot. And they need <laughs> it to just kind of, yes. you know, marinate a bit there. Yes. Some people are like a microwave like give me all the information. Yeah, let's go. That there's no right or wrong. Right. It's I like to kind of know that because typically a crock pot marries a microwave. And so <laughs> sometimes it can cause some conflicts because one wants to go and the other one's still percolating. So I think those are things that are helpful when I'm helping families make shifts and changes so that I can help the microwave slow down a little bit and the crock pot. Like, what else do you need to know to feel comfortable with whatever decision you want to make? It is no wonder I need that spreadsheet. We have gone from doing CMA and contemplating to crockpots and microwaves and how now they're getting married. And I don't really even know how the trash compactor comes into this. I'm going to leave all that alone back in seconds here on Around Your Kansas Home. Stay tuned. More Around Your Kansas Home is just ahead. Are you considering a renovation or construction project in the Topeka area and looking for an easier way to complete your project? Locally owned Topeka Wind Supply is here and ready to help you select the right products. Then we supply area professionals the products you picked out on time. From a small renovation to a large commercial construction project, the Topeka Wind Supply team is ready to help you invest wisely in products that will last but don't break the bank. Doing a project yourself often results in wishing that you hadn't. As members of the Topeka Area Building Association, we supply the most professional contractors in the area that are ready to partner with you to complete your project on time and on budget. Imagine the taste of your dinner from an entire new kitchen or unwinding in a new custom bathroom. Let's leave doing it yourself to picking out colors and styles. Tell your contractor you want to pick things out at Topeka Wind Supply or just come see us. We have lots of referrals for you. Topeka Wind Supply, 3721 Southwest South Park Avenue, TopekaWindSupply.com. Now, back to Around Your Kansas Home with Charlie Campbell. We are back on this week's edition of Around Your Kansas Home. And I I guess I forgot to say, welcome to November. 
I'm Charlie Campbell, joined in studio by Annette Stahl with Stone & Story Real Estate Group and Daltmeyer Homes. Annette, thank you for joining us here today. It's always fun to have you on the program. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So as we head into November, Thanksgiving is coming, Christmas is coming, your birthday's coming. All these times when people gather and bring presents and cook food and bring presents and, you know, you're shaking your head, yes, I knew that was coming. My point here is that it's not wise to wait until the day before the company arrives or the day before you want to put your home on the market to get it organized and cleaned up. This is a great time to talk a little bit about how you coach someone through getting rid. And you have, I, I know, I, this is like a one of those wind-up things. I'm about to push the start button. But how do you coach someone through having the right amount of inventory, if you will, keeping you from tons and tons of storage totes and packed full closets? So my recommendation is always get those boxes out that say, love it, need it, donate it. (laughs) And I love to set timers because this is overwhelming. It isn't always the most fun thing to do. So be like, I'm going to spend 30 minutes and do maybe a room or an area and really, really let go of things. Before you buy anything, I always tell my kids when they want something, I'm like, that's fine. We'll go investigate if we want to purchase that. And first, we have to do 30 minutes of cleanup because I bet you you're going to find something that will work for that (laughs) um, before you even have to go purchase something. I was also just talking because we are talking about gathering. Um, Prior Park, Priya Parker wrote The Art of Gathering, and she talks tons about um, the conscious bringing together of people for a reason, shaping the way we feel, the way we think, and the way we make sense of the world. And I love that because it's the same thing we do for our house. It's how do we be intentional? Mm -hmm. Um, So I think that that is a huge part of it. She says her questions to ask are, why do I want to do this? (laughs) How do I want to engage? And is the other person willing to engage that way? Right. That's the same thing we're asking our, where we live, right? What is working for me? Right. How do I want it to work? Sure. What can I let go of to open space for that? Right. If there's no space, how will it come in, right? If you're in a stadium, it's football season, and there's no chair, how are you going to be there, <laughs> right? you got to open the chair so we can cheer on our football teams. I love your analogies. From microwaves to <laughs> crock pots now to stadium chairs at a football game. The cool thing is that if if you allow a net loose with your mind and how you want to live, at the end of the day, you're going to have the home that you have always wanted and not even realized some of the benefits that you're going to get. We're out of time for this week. Next time we're together, we're going to talk about insulation And that's a warm thought. Any final thoughts? I'm excited. We'll see you next time for another edition of Around Your Kansas Home.
Take care. This has been Around Your Kansas Home with Charlie Campbell. Tune in every week for more tips to keep your Kansas home looking great. Around Your Kansas Home is a presentation of AM 580 WIBW and FM 104.9. Online, we're streaming on the TuneIn Radio app and at WIBWnewsnow.com. Podcast available at AroundYourKansasHome.com.